This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, see, we just jump right in. Three, two, one. What's up, you smelly, sexy bitches, to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Did I hit record on this video camera? (laughs) Yes, I did. Just to make damn sure. I'm not even sure if this is lined up. Whatever. It's good enough. Today, we have a very unspecial guest. (laughs) This living piece of trash that I've invited into my home. First of all, we were only supposed to have one. Put that mic next to your face. Do you understand me? (laughs) I'm not supposed to even do this. Put that mic next to your face, you trash bag. You You could move it. Is an articulating arm. I thought you were in production, dude. Yeah. Let me tell you something about this girl, all right? <laughs> so this girl used to work for me. And then I got fired. And she got fired. Because I sucked. Because she sucked at her job. And not because she actually sucked. It's because she got fucking lazy. <laughs> and that's what pissed me off. And then I got better. What a trap. Davis O teaches life lessons, all right? You took advantage of my kindness, all right? And I was going to kick you in your stomach like the 300 movie into a pit of death. Terrible. But today, it's going to be a very special episode because today's a couple therapy episode. (laughs) Oh, God. It's a couple therapy episode, but not really because she got cheated on. (laughs) I don't even think I, I didn't get cheated on. I think I was the other girl. That's what I'm saying. So she got cheated on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I completely misinterpreted everything. Much. <laughs> so you, you're the other girl. I think so. You got to explain the story from the get go. <laughs> and I literally didn't get the details because I wanted to have it on here. And I love this part too. Just, just go. Just how did, well, first of all, how did you meet Jorge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't even like. I'm we won't, we won't say names though. I'm just going to say his name is Gary. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be. I didn't even think I'd be here talking. So, <clears throat> well, you you explain the story real quick because All this right, is... I met him on Tinder. <laughs> Ain't no shame in your game, dude. Online online apps are great. Yeah, online apps are great. So you met you met Gary Busey. <laughs> I met him on Tinder. Um, he he's a surfer. Um, that was my phone. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> um. He, I met him like a couple days before he went on a two week like surf trip to Australia, and then um, uh, he came back. Uh, I I did pursue him. Um, oh, you that aggressive type, huh? <laughs> no, maybe. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, is he was interesting enough for me to pursue, and then um, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna move there." I was like, "All right, cool." To Australia. Hmm. After Permanently. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for like a holiday visa, you can't really be permanent. You have to oh, do okay. more steps. But he said he's going to move there. I was like, that's cool. Um, 
super casual. And so we started just hanging out more. And it was super, it was very casual in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, it started getting serious. And well, then, did you want it serious or did he want it serious though? I think over time, both of us wanted it uh, exclusive to one another. Um, but how does that develop? Because you, you said, because I remember when you, first of all, because <laughs> I remember the, the fact that she's dating weird, weirds me out. I've known this woman since she was a child. Yuck. But um, first of all, I was like 19 when you met me. I wasn't a child. She was she she was such a fan too. Now now she thinks she's so much better than me. She was just like two. No 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 she's, no no no. Hold on. No, this, I met you, and then I fucking realized I was like, oh, he's cool. And so <laughs> that's you are such trash, dude. This girl, she she always tries to act like she's so much cooler than me. But she was a big fan, and all of a sudden I let her in my life. And I just was like, a fan of yours. And then everybody else they go, oh, he's actually not that great, and they, <laughs> they just move on. But, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys so if you decided that you originally wanted it to be casual what made you want to make it serious though mm. that's the part that always messes me up and i think we were hanging out a lot more and then we just started developing feelings suddenly like what about um because he was from what <laughs> guatemala because you found yourself a, a guatemalan <laughs> surfer boy no, he was very um Guatemalan. He was complete opposite of me. Very open to like trying new things like on an extreme level as well. Like what? Just anything. He was open to anything. Um I'm normally not that open. Um Yeah, I think it was just very opposite to track. He wasn't he's not online at all. Like Oh, you know, he's like one of those fucks, huh? <laughs> I don't believe in being online because it takes away from the source of life itself. No, I think he just didn't understand the internet. So he was stupid. Okay. Low-key, probably. Okay. What is Einstagrimes? <laughs> what is, why is everybody on Einstagrimes? Uh, um, so he's very... What is his vine that everybody hangs on? R.I.P. R.I.P. vine. But not really. Um, so I think it was really opposite subtract type situation. And I'm definitely different than all the other girls that he probably was hanging out with before because I'm very low-key type A. Um, and then so, like, it got to the point where he, like, met my grandpa and stuff like that. That's where too. you fucked up. <laughs> That's where you fucked up. How dare you invite him to Harmony and Haruji's place? He, no, I, it was like a very, I didn't think much of it. It was like, I was saying, oh, I'm going to go visit my grandpa on the weekend. He was like, oh, can I come with you? I was like, okay, sure. That's a big step, though. Yeah, and I didn't. For a booty call? You brought a booty call <laughs> to see the holy grandparents? I mean, I didn't... They must have had a heart attack when they found out that he was Guatemala. And they're like, why is a Mexican person here? My grandpa in Korean, literally when he met him, he said to him, he was like, he has a good face. And I was like, okay, cool. But he's a dirty, dirty Guatemalan. I'm only saying that just because, you know, I'm pretty sure your Korean grandparents wanted you to bring a Korean boy home. Oh, of course. I don't think my grandpa, it was more my grandma would would, have wanted that, but he didn't meet my grandma, thank God. Yeah. Um, So... That happened, and then we just, you know, started. It was pretty much a relationship yeah. until he left. Um, and then I freaking, well, right before he left, he was drunk, gave me his phone, and there was this girl messaging him while I was, like, taking care of his ass, like, throwing up in my bathroom. Oh, you choose great men, by the way. <laughs> That's, that, is a fan, that is a sign of a fantastic man. Listen... 
I can't argue with that. <laughs> I really trash taste. <laughs> um, so it was like this girl like WhatsApping him, and it was just like saying, "Hey, babe, like, so and so me, like, almost like a conversation that's continuous of someone that you're dating long distance. You're telling them about your day, right? Yeah. And then she called the phone. I didn't pick up because I'm also like, this is not my phone. Um, I didn't pick it up, but then. Right after it was a missed call, she messaged again. She was like, oh, I just called to, like, say a quick hello. And I was like, okay, this is something I'm going to bring up tomorrow when he's fucking sober. Mm-hmm. So I brought it up. And then we got into an arg- like kind of an argument as well. Because um, when we, in the beginning when it was starting to get, like, a little more exclusive, like, we told each other we weren't going to be on all those, like, <clears throat> dating apps, and, dating apps yeah. and all of that so i was like okay that's fine like for me it's like it was easy like i'm not one of those people that's oh no like i like my options option uh, mm-hmm. open like i don't i just I like all right this person i like so i'll continue whatever it is and then so not only did i see her messages i saw so and so on tinder new message or some shit like that and i was like thinking i was like okay this is like exactly the opposite of what we had discussed and up was supposed to be or whatever. Yeah. So we, I didn't bring up the girl, the WhatsApp messages until later. But my first thing I brought up when we, um, the next day I was like, you told me you weren't going to be on Tinder. And then so we got into this longer argument and he well, was well, okay. passive. <clears throat> within that argument what was his defense because it, it, the, it, that's the thing i should have like already like kind of because i'm trying to figure out how can an argument develop from that because there's no defense i understand an argument when there's like clearly there's somebody there's like a misinformation yeah thing. no so he made it seem like it was a misinformation saying like i'm not on it like or like i don't even know oh come happened. on guy you are the <laughs> worst liar on earth and i literally told him i was like do you think i'm stupid like you wouldn't be getting these notifications if you didn't have the app on your phone yeah so like it's one of those things where like for like a week we didn't see each other so he's um, literally the worst liar on earth so his tinder thing popped up he goes dude i don't i don't even know what that is pretty like, much um he acted stupid and i was like okay. i don't even read all right <laughs> i reply to your does. tinder comments just by love okay <laughs> I, I just interpreted the love and i talked back i'm gonna go surfing for a second okay <laughs> shut the fuck up you chose literally the worst human being on earth i okay yeah i don't know i a lot of red flags came up and i chose to ignore it mm-hmm. um and i was very conscious of that uh i don't know why per se i kind of already knew I felt like that I was going to get hurt, which is really, I've got some issues that I need to work out probably. (laughs) Okay. So you already had a bad feeling about him. You saw the Tinder stuff and then you actually saw the message from his real girlfriend, which at the time you couldn't really say. Yeah, because I didn't, like, it wasn't like, so like, it wasn't like a nude or anything like that. Like, I can't assume that it was. It was just, hey, I wanted to talk to you. Yeah, I thought it was a, it could be a friend. Like, who am I to like whatever so i brought up the tinder thing and then he did that whole like oh i'm not i'm not i don't know you know i'm not on the app oh, so. I, I don't i don't i don't get how this i don't know how this telephone <laughs> telephone works all right like i don't get it right i'm i'm guatemalan okay like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like so guatemalan you can't even believe how guatemalan i am right now <sighs> i think i think one of the things i should have really like decided like this is it was when he, when he was, was getting like, his dick sucked in your living room that's probably I mean, what <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, he, I asked him, I was like, do you still want to see each other? Like, cause I was like, first of all, do you think I'm stupid? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, you don't get these messages if you don't have the app. Like that's yeah, of course. Because if he if if you guys were meant to be exclusive, then he should have just removed the app, yeah. right? Like he said he would. Which he's the one who I never even asked him about that if he still has it or not. He has he had continually like continuously said like, oh, I got rid of it, and like I'm I. Well, that's Tinder. just already a, a sign that somebody's lying. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. It's like so. So for example, like there was this dude in high school. He would consistently mention things that he has that nobody asked him that he has. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it would be on, on something like this. So for example, he got this, um, you know, we're, we're all broke kids, but at the time he, it's when, um, Scion just came out and he got a Scion TC. So him already having a Scion TC was dope as fuck. We're all broke kids. Everybody had used cars and shit like that, but he had a brand new Scion TC and this guy was known to be a habitual liar. But it would be on some shit like, oh, dope car. He goes, yeah, I got a turbo in it. Like, what? Like, nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, he would volunteer these things. And it was so weird because why would you put out this misinformation? Because it when it risks, when it gives you a higher risk of being called out for shit. And it was just so random. He goes, yeah, I just put a new turbo in it. But one of our friends, this dude's name was Renee, still friends to this day. Oh, my God. I think I remember yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, you remember Renee, right? Renee was the loud ass motherfucker. I was scared of him. Yeah, so Renee, Renee's not a punk. And also on top of that, Renee is somebody who's highly opinionated. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid to call people out on their shit. Even though he's worse than I am. And so he's just like, okay, cool, man. We're, we're going to go over to your house after to check it out. He goes, ah, oh, but it's not in yet. Uh, okay, well, let us know when it comes in, right? So he mm-hmm. would hit him up a week later. He goes, yo, did you put that turbo in yet? He goes, oh, something happened in shipping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he would repeatedly just tell us about the turbo in his car. For some reason, he thought it would solidify the fact that it was true if he keeps mentioning it. And that's what guys like that do. So like, like I understand if it's like a story that has to do with something within that conversation. Yeah. But when it comes out of the blue and has nothing to do with anything, it's kind of odd. Yeah. Like it's, maybe, like a, it's, yeah. A, it's a little bit of a. It's kind of a tell. Right. Yeah. Maybe if it's like maybe if it's like a conversation like this, we're just trying to be entertaining. So we have all these stories that we want to mm-hmm. tell. Then it makes sense. But if it's among like somebody you're comfortable with. Yeah. And especially a couple person. Like, for example, here's a big example. Right. There's dudes out there till this day that are so fucking dumb. They they actually think that this works on their girlfriend. So they'll meet a girl. They're going out for a few months. Out of nowhere, they're watching TV. They're chilling on the couch. They're, they're watching a movie. Little titty comes out. They go, babe, I don't even know why guys watch porn. That's I've, a fucking I don't, stupid I don't, wa- <laughs> I don't. I don't even want. I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't get why guys watch porn. Like porn's disgusting. You probably watch the most sickest fucking shit I've ever heard of in my Ugh. life. You probably watch a donkey fucking a midget. I'm sorry, that's not right. A little person. Is that the correct politically correct yes, term? That's PC. Okay. Well, you probably watched a donkey fucking a tiny person. A little person. A little son of a bitch. <laughs> and. Then having sex with the unicorn, fucking an old lady. And that's normal to you. Is a unicorn just a regular horse with a horn on it? No, it's an actual fucking unicorn. And that's some real shit. That's some weird... People who do... Like, I'm telling you, every dude, like... I've, I keep seeing this shit. They, I don't... I've never watched porn. That's a lie. That Even is a I've fuck, seen porn. Everybody has seen porn. I used to watch porn frequently. <laughs> consistently. It was almost hard for me not to watch porn. Now, I watch so much porn. 
chichaso. I don't want to yeah, see it anymore. I think that's called an addiction. No, because I stopped whenever I wanted to. <laughs> and I and I and I rarely ever watch porn now. Just because it's not as fun as it used to be. I think you kind of just see everything. You kind of get desensitized. Well, you just go watch a movie now. Everything's out there. Yeah, maybe it's just because it's just everything's out there. So it's not as entertaining. But HBO shows. I heard Game of Thrones got mad titties. Dude, the first season, first, second episode or third, rape. Straight up. Well, I was talking about sex. You were straight into rape, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> no, that's a, I'm ch- extreme. You sick fuck. Anyways, uh, so he's he's giving you these tells about. Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I mean, I knew something was up, but I chose to ignore it because maybe it was one of those things where it's like, he's going to leave in a couple of weeks. So why, like, just want to end it on a better note? Because we weren't going to talk like be together or like have a relationship after he left because first off the whole other continent and i didn't already trust him in that sense too because of but his... you decide to get into a serious relationship with this person <laughs> and you're not making any sense right now but continue i don't know how this even like i don't because my logical brain this normally would not happen because how i pictured it was so i met this dude on tinder <laughs> <laughs> when we went to go meet up at lunch he was shooting up cocaine and i said to myself I'm going to invite this man to see my grandparents. <laughs> no. no what there the was fuck? no drugs involved. Okay. <laughs> Thank Continue. you. Um, and then so like he left for Australia because yeah. like we were like, okay, we'll still see each other. Like, and I wanted to end it on a good note or like a, like a whatever. Blowjobs. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyways, he leaves. And then the day after my fucking grandma passes away. And my grandparents are very, like, I'm very close to them. So that shit hit the fan literally a day after he left. Rest in peace, Grandma. Um, and then two weeks later, while I started working a new gig, um, like, that, like that girl kept coming. Oh, also, when I brought up the Tinder thing after I brought up, oh, who is so-and-so? I saw your phone. Like, when you gave it to me and she tried to call you. And then his argument or not argument his defense was, i don't even know what a phone is man <laughs> what's the phone he said that she was a good friend and then when we got on the phone to talk about that situation he was like i even know her husband and i was like okay I'm- see there you go do you see that it's that random extra piece of information that has nothing to do with with, with what's being said yeah you know it's like dude who's that girl i know her husband yeah that's not what i asked you yeah. like what are you what are you saying right now yeah I was like, um, okay. Shit, do I do that? <laughs> oh, I gotta check myself. Let's you, continue. You better be careful. I know. <laughs> if you do that shit. But so I was like, okay, fine. I'm gonna, whatever. And that's when, you know, he left and then everything happened with my grandma. And then two weeks later, I started a brand new gig. But that conversation kept popping in my head. Like, it was like, what is that message? Yeah, who is this girl? And, and it like, and it started with the seed of him lying about the Tinder thing mm-hmm, too. So mm-hmm. he already he's already in a bad position and that just makes you doubt the other thing now. Mm-hmm. So this is where girls can really I don't even think it's girls anyone who knows the internet, you can really find anyone. Mind you, he doesn't have an Instagram, he doesn't have a Facebook, he only has a Spotify. Um this is where it's going to make it look like I'm crazy. Um, no, I don't think so because he's lied a couple times already. So it's like, what are you going to do at this point? This is true. Leave uh, him maybe or maybe not get with somebody like that, but continue. That's future. I'm not going to. Um, so he, f- so music was 
pretty music is was like one of the things that we really connected on very different tastes but you know whatever he followed himself via my spotify because that's the only social media he has of course and then so i have my you know you have your desktop open you have you can see on your spotify desktop your friends that you follow what they're playing Mm -hmm. i saw his name and i was like okay i'm gonna go onto his spotify went to his spotify went to his followers found her found her on facebook then i found yeah, her you're not crazy at all that's dope <laughs> then found her instagram mm-hmm. and then the first story that i saw on her thing was a picture of him with her cat and it says my two loves oh shit and then i fucking spiraled and it was like 10 p.m and i was working late it was my first day and this is after your grandma passed away yeah too. so the last I, thing you need yeah it was a lot of weird emotions happening i think in my head um very sensitive to things at that point and i that was my first day of my new gig and then um i coincidentally that day we were working late and as soon as I saw that on Instagram, luckily, it was like 10 p.m. My boss was like, oh, you can go home now. And I was like, cool. And I fucking called my best friend. I'm like, I'm coming over. So and you got like, your Glock. You put you, you put the bullets <laughs> in. I got you. Go ahead. No, I was like an emotional wreck. And you know me. I don't cry. I don't like I'm not emotional, really. Mm-hmm. So like I get to my friend's, my best friend's house and I'm like crying. And she's like, what the fuck? Because I've always been the person that is very logical and kind of an asshole and doesn't like not in that sense like vulnerable Mm -hmm. so then i was like i don't know what to do do i like at this point for me is like i'm pissed off at him but like i have nothing to say to him anymore and it's more like do i say something to her but like it's been now like a couple weeks since i found out and i ultimately i decided not to reach out to her because I would have burned her I, whole but the thing reality is, down. I would have been like, hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm the side bitch and I've been sucking your man's dick because you don't do it for him. I've been sucking him dry like a mummy. <laughs> I would I would burn that visual in her fucking brain. You know all those times that you took pictures of that cat and him and he was and you were like my two loves? Guess what? <laughs> I was the other love that you didn't know about. Oh, here's the, all my the... My spit has been in your mouth because you've been sucking his dick. Ew. Okay, first of all, she's in Australia. They're in Australia together. All well, okay, right, matey. Here's, here's also another thing that really like, like triggered me is that... So when he first came back, again, yeah, it's the whole information I didn't ask for is that he had a ring on this, like the left hand. Yeah. And then I didn't ask him about it. And we were just hanging out. He's like, oh, look at this new like ring that I got. Like this lady in Australia gave it to me. She got it from India. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, and? See, he keeps <laughs> He keeps doing it. So he's like trying to nip something in the bud before it happens, but yeah. there's no reason to do it. Yeah. Like he'll have, he'll just have like, for example, like, a red mark maybe on his neck that looks like a scratch and he'll just come in hey man that cra- it was a crazy sword fight earlier you know when you fucking yeah. you know when you just go into a medieval town and people just start throwing spears at your neck that looks like a 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 like a, like a, like a little lip you know what i'm saying like god forgot, i'm not i'm not making out with anybody i forgot how crazy your, your imagination gets well that's what i'm saying this is this, <laughs> this, this guy's so fucking weird so yeah so i never asked about that right and then he got a gift from me um there was a ring that I had that I got when I was really young, but I don't I don't wear it. It wasn't like a thing, but it's like there's elephant hair in it. Um, and I just got it as a gift from a family member. And so he has that of mine. So he wears it on this hand. Right. 
um, that photo that I saw on Instagram, I still see he wears that ring. So my thing is, is he has her ring here. He has my ring here. And I'm like, I was like, this motherfucker, like, what the fuck psychopath did I date for like three, four months? I was like, what the fuck? That's so weird. That's so fucking and, weird. You know, when he came back from Australia, like I, and because it was so cat, like right the first time we saw each other after he came back, like I was just asking him, oh, did you like meet any girls out there? Like I heard Australian people are like, whatever, right? Like it was me also sussing out, I think like if this is just yeah. going to be like, I'll call you once in a while until you leave. But then he was like, oh no, like I've only been surfing. And then the next- Surfing and pussy. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and then like- when we saw each other right after that, he like he was again. I know you're gonna see this. I need better people. He was really drunk. <laughs> what is going on with your choice in men? Like I don't. As this story unfolds, I hate that guy, but I also hate you too. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So af- after he kicked the child over his tricycle and was drunk, what happened? Um, he he was like asking me if I had hooked up with anyone while he was gone. Like he, I think, wanted to see that as well. Um, and I didn't. And he seems like the guy that even though he's cheating on you, he would have got mad that yeah. you saw somebody else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, how yeah. fucking dare you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I realized later on. Um, but anyways, yeah, when I saw that photo, I saw the photo of him. Like he was holding a cat and it was on the other side. And I saw him wearing my ring and I was like, I'm going to burn him alive. So how come you decided not to tell her? Like, what was the reason? I mean, the only reason why is, you know, I joke about saying, um, like, for revenge purposes, right? Which is a joke, but not really a joke. But at the same time, I also think, for me, I'd be like, man, maybe that girl should know. Um, It's one of those things where it's like, he can manipulate the situation. We're not in the same city. It's I, none of I that. don't think he can manipulate the situation because he is considered one of the worst liars on earth. <laughs> Like, but she might be as stupid and as like fucking like oh I don't you know well, who the fuck cares it would it would still stir some shit up it would, it would get her thinking it would plant a seed just because in her for you two and your in your Tinder situation it planted a seed enough to, for you to find the truth yeah right and it kind of sucks that you had to go through this route where it made you seem like a crazy person but it only validified your it only validated your doubt so that's where it's really fucking with my head too because I already have trust issues and vulnerability issues because of how I was raised yeah so that. That's why I didn't. You've never seen me really date either because I chose to not like be vulnerable with people on that level. Um, I don't like to put myself out there on that term because I don't trust people on that. And then the one time I actually, yeah, do. but let me let me just bring this back to you for a second because I do believe in personal responsibility. <laughs> no, it if is. You, it is. If you don't have, if you have trust <laughs> issues, right, and you have problems with trusting people you sure as fuck chose the best specimen for your first time then what the fuck (laughs) i think part of it i and i thought about this a lot part of it was probably like hey this isn't really your real relationship commitment for me because he's gonna leave oh you know what i mean like it wasn't serious till after he had already decided to leave and we had started spending more time together so he's so weird. Like his lying habits are so bad. Yeah. It's so fucking bad how bad his lies are. It's like he comes in, right? And he just smells like pussy. And he'll come in and he goes, dude, you know these new colognes just smell like fresh pussy? Isn't that crazy, babe? Like what what's what's awkward does you think? Fucking pussy perfume, squirt, squirt, squirt. Like what's wrong with this guy? His lies are so fucking odd. Like I don't get him. Yeah. It's um 
It's it's, it's sitcom lies. It's I, like he I lives was, in a sitcom. Yeah, I was an idiot, and I and I I admit it. I chose to ignore these things. Like, was he that cute? I thought he was cute. Ugh, sick. <laughs> this is disgusting. I'll tell you something. It's fantastic. And don't don't change the subject to my feet. You know what's disgusting? Your habits in men. Anyways, this is true. But um, yeah, I don't. I feel like if there was a conversation, it's between him and me. I do, unfortunately, believe that it's habitual. So he's gonna do it again out there. Well, I, I guess like for me, I'm just saying. Um, well, it's it's definitely not your responsibility, and you don't have to do it. Yeah. But I'm not worried about his bitch ass. I'm worried about the girl now. I'm like, no. okay, well, if this happened to me, and this is what I'm going through, maybe I should let her know so she doesn't have to go through the shit. But you know, all all your skeletons in your closet eventually get revealed. Yeah. So it's going to happen. I'm just kind of like, damn, that girl's. It's, she's probably just like you. He's over here with that elephant hair ring. And it's like, yo, where'd you get that ring? Oh, you know, sometimes when you. You know, yeah. I hunted an elephant when I was 13, yeah. and then I took the butt hair holes out of the elephant, and I made a ring out of it because, you know what? Life's full of shit, and sometimes you got to rip out dingleberries out of an elephant. Oh. And then yeah. you know what you would say? That's so sweet. <laughs> I love that story. That's what she would say. That's what you would say, too. I would say that's Your cool. story's so real. First of all, I've never said that. Oh, my God. I love it. How did you get the elephant butthole hair? I heard the tensile strength is really strong. <laughs> How did you cut it? I heard it's like fucking, like fucking like barbecue wire. That's crazy. I hate you. So what the hell? So what's going on right now? Did you, did you, did you, um... Did you guys officially call it off or did you let him well, fly back on a kangaroo back to Australia? No, we called it off when he when I dropped him off at the airport. What did you say to him? You what? cheated on me. You're a piece of trash. And how- No, because I didn't find out till after he was gone. Mm. That's what I'm saying is that I did not find this out till after. So he, he just left. gets to live his life and you're over here trying to be a little fucking Buddha. <laughs> well, you know, that's so un-Korean of you. Korean people are all about revenge. <laughs> I would make him pay. I would find an old used condom. How Korean, like, how Korean am I to you? You got the most gookiest face I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, but are you I was like about? raised in Orange County. That's why you wanted to get that Guatemalan surfer boy. <laughs> you couldn't just find yourself a nice regular white boy? No, because they're boring. Oh, really? How fucking dare you? <laughs> white people are the bread to America, the staple of America. I'll have you know. Wonder bread. That's yeah, right. Bland as I'll fuck. have you know, fucking white people, man. They when they wake up in the morning, they put their pants on, two legs at a time. <laughs> All right, shit. White people are fucking white. You know what I'm saying? They're fu- <laughs> I think they're, we should stop. They're with the fun. White <laughs> they're fun. They're fun. They wake up and f- they make eggs and oatmeal. Oh. And they eat it, and they eat that shit. That's how great they are. Oh. So. After after this all happened, you found everything out. Mm-hmm. You chose not to say anything. I mean, I still like. I'm still. I chose right now, but I change my mind every second. But I don't think I should make change it, it right now. You <laughs> get your fucking phone and you message that. No, girl I, right I now. have a drafted email. Send that shit out right now. Bring out your phone right now and send that shit out right now. <laughs> S- send it. Send it out right now. I'm not making decisions. Send it, any- send it, send it out right First now. Of all. <laughs> he, he played you. I know he okay? did. <laughs> he played the fuck out of you. Oh, and by the way, I just found out he's a part of the KKK. <laughs> so this this is <laughs> this is <laughs> you have a civil duty to take this racist down. He is a self hating Guatemalan. He thinks he's white. Well, he probably does think he's white. He's a surfer. You know what he does when he surfs? 
He kills sharks and dolphins. Did you know that? And you're not going to send this email out? You send, you send this fucking email out right now. Uh, no. Well, how are you coping with being cheated on then? Um... Are you gonna Are you gonna take this negative experience and just continue not to trust people? No, I think I'm I'm trying to, because it's still fresh. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm like coping with everything. Stupid Gary. <laughs> I realized um, that partying doesn't help me um, at all. Like I just don't feel good after it. Um, I could have told you that years ago. But you loved it. Your little stupid Instagram <laughs> stories. All, oh, <laughs> out with my bitches. Oh, yeah, I would never call go. my friends bitches. Out with they this. Do. Girls are so fucking funny because girls are the only people that could just insult their friends on, on Insta story like it's a compliment. Out with this cum guzzler. <laughs> it's like your best friend. <laughs> Click. <laughs> out with this fucking gaping hole vagina, bitch. Pop. And then what girls do you? You. This is your Insta stories. Oh, first of all, I've never called any of my friends well you've had versions of that shit it's always you out there in the fucking bar with a peace sign covering your fucking <laughs> face I hate that shit by the First way that happened, say, I stopped doing that like years ago okay, that's like so old looking like the phantom of the opera and shit how fucking dare you anyways um, what was I saying oh partying doesn't help okay what else did you learn um, I started working out a lot more again and then like just redoing, like just doing productive things like redoing my room more like I built a fucking record Did you clean cabinet. your car? Yes. Oh, really? I did, but it's dirty again because I'm in production right now. So okay. I have a bunch of okay, shit Okay, I'll let that pass. Your car looks <laughs> like you told a crackhead that's been off like crack for two days to find a crack rock inside your car. That's what your car looks like. And then he defecated inside of it and blew it up. That's what your car looks like. <laughs> that's that's only when I'm like busy working. No, that's that's when you, you saw my car too, like often is I was busy working for you and you know, Dan. Okay. So Yeah, and as we mentioned before, you were fired because you barely worked. So how much were you really working? First of Full all, that only circle. happened at the end. Because after when we did uh, Gook, I was fucking burnt out. Bro. I don't give a fuck if you were burnt out. Guess who was more burnt out? Me, bitch. <laughs> and you were supposed to help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, think about that, huh? That's true. That's you true. trash bag. <laughs> First of all, on his phone, he has me as poodle shit. Poodle thong. <laughs> he hasn't changed that in like five, six years. Right, I'll, I'll tell you this too right now. I want Poor a choices. new name. Poor choices. I want a new name on your phone. It's terrible. So your grandma passed away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smooth ass transition. Uh, yeah. Pull, pull it away from me. She, so your grandma passed yeah, away. Yeah, she did. Dude, that's so sad. Um, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like it wasn't like she was young and it wasn't. She lived a very full life. She yeah. had kids. She had grandkids. She's seen her oldest grandkid get married. Like, um, it's like. Maybe it's because I'm callous to death, unfortunately, with my family history. Yeah, that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but it was like the funeral, like it was like full circle type of feeling. Like, Did you cry a lot during the funeral? Not too much. Only, what? Yeah, only when my younger cousin did the eulogy. The youngest um, cousin out of all What was your level of crying from one to ten? Um, During the funeral? Yeah. Maybe a five. A five, you heartless sack of shit. It was your grandma. It was my grandma, but... I. <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. My grandma 
beat me like I owed her money. <laughs> my grandma never beat me. She beat me like I owed her money. And I kid you not, she once told my mom to get a to get a paternity test to see if I was even a part of the family. And I, <laughs> and I cried at the funeral like she was my best friend. <laughs> I think maybe... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to. I, I, how do I? <laughs> you would have thought that woman was a, a professional Muay Thai fighter the way she beat me up. <laughs> oh, my grandma never beat me. She left me. And you gave her a five cry. Yeah, because I know she wouldn't want me to cry the whole. Oh, time. everybody says that. Your, well, gra- your grandma was Korean. She she was she, <laughs> when she passed away. She's like these people better fucking cry for me. I better see tears. And she saw your five cry. She's like you don't you don't. You, <laughs> you know what my aunt said? Maybe maybe this is just justifying my own head. She said that um, I forgot who said it to her, or it was like a Korean saying that um, people who cry a lot during a funeral, it's because they have a lot of regret um, towards the person who passed away and stuff that they wish that they did. I mean, I think that's partially true, but the other half of that is just complete bullshit because I also believe people cry at funerals because you're miss you're, you're thinking about all the great times that you're going to miss. This this person's going to miss in your life and that you want them to be a part of it. So for example, let's say, for example, let's say my, my mom passed right now. Mm -hmm. I'll put it right now. I'm a dope ass son. Mm-hmm. Maybe not when I was younger, but she, my mom and I are like best friends. Yeah. I'm not going to think about all the bad things I've I've had with her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I'm going to think about when I have kids. They're not going to they're not going to ever get to meet how amazing my mom is. Yeah. They're not going to be able to eat her food. I'm not going to be able to eat her yeah. food. I'm not going to be able to talk to her. When I'm, these are the types of things I think about. I think know? I've already thought about that with my mom's passing. Yeah. That this was more of a. Like, she was, like, a second mom to me, but it was almost, like... Only a five-cry worth, though, huh? <laughs> she was tired, you know? She was uh, It was 80s. probably more relief. Yeah, and for yeah. her, it was 80s. She was 87, and from, like, two or three years ago, she was like, I just want to go. She was like, I'm tired. Do Asian parents always do that shit, yeah. dude? They're like, it's time. Yeah, 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 It's like, you're 65. It's like, yep, let me go, but they still live to, like, a thousand years exactly. old. Exactly. And, like, my grandparents as well, they had prepped this long ago. Like, 20 years ago, they bought, like, their plot of land at Forest Lawn and, like, yeah. all their casket. Like, they Oh, they, they, they in that dope-ass place. That's yeah, tight. they paid for everything so that we wouldn't have to worry. Like, my aunts wouldn't have to worry about it or anything when it did happen. Like, making yeah. those decisions, it's a little tougher during those times. But it's, like... She had, for the past couple of years, been like her health declining. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, I just want to go. <laughs> she was like, I'm tired. She was like, all oh, my grandma sounds like a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was, she was, my, my dad deals with a lot of people like yeah. same as me because he owns a business, but you know, he said it best and he was like, I've never met anyone as kind as your grandma. Like she, she was the martyr of the family and she was very much the glue to everything mm-hmm. while like i love my grandpa but he's a fucking asshole <laughs> oh is like, he he's a straight up asshole like you know a lot of a lot of asian grandparents they, they seem to be the hardened ones though and the grandmas usually have like the really soft heart i mean i told you this earlier but like one of my aunts was visiting who he doesn't have a re- good relationship with visiting at the nursing home he's at right now he and this is him telling me the story, and he was very proud of it. And he was like, "I told her, why are you here? I'm not dead yet." And I was dude, like, "Oh my god, your grandpa's a fucking savage, dude." He, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he, I love him. My relationship with him is great, but he's a big old asshole. I'll tell you this right now. 
if there is a heaven, you might have a little trouble. <laughs> just, a, no. just, a, just, a, just a little trouble getting in. I agree. And he, the thing is, I think he, he knows he's an asshole too. And I was like, you need to be nicer. Please be nice during this. Like when the whole funeral thing was happening, like I had to like sidebar with my own grandfather and said, can you make sure to be nice, please? Like, you know, what's so interesting too. It's so funny how the asshole gets to live longer than the nice person. And, um, my, my mom put it like this because we have a family friend who went through the same situation where the, albeit the grandfather looked a lot worse than the grandmother and he looked like he was going to pass away. But the grandmother passed away first and the grandpa lived. And how my mom put it was, honestly, she felt that it was because the grandma was such a loving person. She put all of her energy in taking care of this guy mm-hmm. that it took away from her. And so he basically sucked the spirit out of this woman. I've heard this saying too, like Koreans say that all the time. Yeah. Like my grandpa, we all thought that he was going to be the first one to pass because the past two years he was in and out of the hospital yeah. because he has a congestive heart failure. So his heart only functions like 30 or something percent. That's it. And so he like, it doesn't flow enough. He gets. Um, oh, he's like a great Dane. A little bit. Yeah. He got like fluid that's always in his lungs that they have to take out if it gets too much and his breathing gets bad. So we were all getting ready for him to pass. And then all of a sudden, my grandma, it was very sudden. She was taking a nap. And then, then boom. Yeah. Just they found out she had she had the flu. And then it was like one of those things where at their age, when they get the flu, it's done. Yeah. Because it's their bodies can only take so much. But yeah, when they're 100 years old, like I said, flu is like literally getting the bubonic plague. Pretty much for them at their age. Yeah. And like, so it's one like she, we all thought too, um, maybe my family's a little bit more morbid than normal, but we thought that she would pass in her sleep. So we're glad at least it was painless and she was taking a nap midday. I was like, if I was going to die. Oh, I want to die in front of everybody, dude. I want that shit to be dramatic. Like when I die, I want to be like super old and I want to do the whole, uh, uh, and I want to put like literally 30 rows of pills and just slide them all off the table. <laughs> just, just like, just fall onto the table. Just super dramatic. And then start knocking all these fucking little, start dropping all my pills just so everybody knows I died. I don't, okay, you're that big, should be hilarious. you're a big dude. They can't miss that. Oh, no, they're going to... I'm going to make sure everybody sees it. And then when I fall, I'm also going to attach little matches on my wrist and it's going to strike and then light up fireworks. <laughs> so you're really planning your death at this 100%. point. 100%. I actually had a conversation with Meryl yesterday where I told her, hey, by the way, you cannot die before me. I have to die before you. I, um, are you allowed to... <laughs> can you decide that? Oh, yes, I can. And I did. I told her straight up, you have to die before me because I genuinely believe if I died before her, she'll be fine. But if she died before me, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely fucked. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, if she leaves me, I'm... I even told her, this very moment, if she fucking leaves me, I'm fucked. You're single for life. I'm single for life. You'll maybe have a dog. Maybe. If I have enough... if, If my hardened, cemented heart... Has enough room for a dog. But you'll maybe. have roommates for life. You love people. I'll, I'll have roommates forever. I'm just going to be that creepy old dude that still thinks he's young and shit. And you got like 20-year-olds as your <laughs> roommate? <laughs> Where's the party at, kids? What's popping? That's going to be fucking me. Why'd you turn into a suburban dad? Just because now? that's exactly who I am, dude. Gross. You need to make better life choices with I him, do. Man. What is it? I don't understand like what attracted you to the guy. Aside from the fact that you said that, oh, he's different or something else. Do you think it was very superficial? Probably. Probably. <laughs> it, it was it was too too short and too like lack of better term intense for me to really 
Like if it was a longer oh, thing, it was then that I could break it down. Guatemalan passion. <laughs> he came in, little Gustavo. He came in and he was like, "Hello, Daniel. I haven't seen you in years." And that's what he said. He hadn't seen you in years. You dropped your clothes, your weird puffy like, jacket with holes on the armpits. It's Arab. Stupid. And then you were like, oh my God, Gustavo, how did you get this horse inside my house? And like, I find different ways, you little chinky face gooky girl. So like, <laughs> <laughs> now, I want you to give me a handjob with chopsticks. That sounds not. And that's what you meant by the passion was too, too, <laughs> too crazy, huh? Um, I think it was too short for me to really decipher why I was attracted to him. Was really. he tan and all buff and shit? No, he was not tan and all buff. What was he? He was kind of tan, but not really. But he wasn't like buff. He was a surfer. He's not a bodybuilder. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure out what the co- what the hot connection is. Because you've liked boys before, so I don't understand... <laughs> I, I think so. I've heard in a fable somewhere <laughs> that you've liked boys before. So I, I don't. So I'm trying to figure Sometimes. out maybe what the connection was that made you so hot for this one compared to no, the No, but ones. I think it comes down to, again, like, I knew he was leaving. So it wasn't really to me. It was like, oh, okay, I'll just go with it. So you caught feelings for a guy that you knew was leaving. Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't really think about what would happen after he left? No, I thought... And you decided to make it exclusive, even you knew he was going to leave after four months. <laughs> you understand what I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying I to, know. I'm trying to... I want you. I want you to think this through right now, because as you're telling me this story, I actually, I actually like Jeffrey a lot more. All right. Anyways, um, I don't. I, don't, I didn't think much of it. And Were then, you caught off guard when you cried about him? Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I actually like him more than I thought. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I was like, it felt like a train hit me, and I didn't. Was that the first it. time you've ever felt that? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was your first heartbreak. Yeah. Congratulations. That shit sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you have never had your heart broken ever, first of all, I I can try to remember what it feels like. And I've only had my heart broken once in my life by a girl. And I've never had my heart broken after that. But as an 18-year-old kid that gets dumped by a girl that you think that, or was it 19? But I was a teenager. Like it's dumped by a girl who you have wrapped your whole life around. And even if, even in your case, who you didn't do that, but that's what, in the moment, that's what it feels like. To have that shit shattered was probably one of the worst feelings I've ever felt in my life. And I, I, I've seen relationships from like my family to my friends and all that. So I, I made it a life goal to avoid that. You can't avoid that shit. I know. I realized that. At the age of 27. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking terrible, dude. Like I, I, how I remember describing it. Only because I used to write music and I used to be in my feelings. I uh, I remember describe. It felt like my heart just sank into the middle of my stomach. It's at the it, pit. It's at the pit. Yeah, and it just felt like it was boiling in a bucket of tears. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It literally feels like your heart is ripped and it falls into your gut. Yep. And I just remember, I just, I can't exactly remember the, the physical feeling that I had from it, but I just remembered that's how I described it. It was I, so terrible. I physically, like, I had no appetite. I barely ate. I couldn't sleep for, like, a week. And, yeah. like, it was just one of those things where I was, like, I was trying to decipher this feeling because I'm, I'm such a, like, like logical person or, like, practical for the most part. And I'm, like, 
this doesn't make sense to me. I shouldn't feel this way because of what he did. I Second ate so all, much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I realize so I'm, not a, I'm not an emotional eater. I, I just starve myself. I went to a Wendy's. <laughs> I got myself a bunch of cheeseburgers <laughs> and I cried into my burger as I ate it. That's <laughs> in an in empty parking lot with my best friend. Was it friend. raining? <laughs> It was not raining, but it might as well have from the tears and the river that I created in the middle of that parking lot from my pain. Don't you fucking laugh at me. Do you understand me? Don't you, don't you fucking, don't you, how fucking dare you, all right? I cried into my burger and it got soggy from the tears. And I remember because of the sound I made when that bread muffled my, my, my cries. I was like, don't you fucking laugh. This is a very serious moment. And I was like, as it was muffled from the burger, I was I miss it so much. <laughs> just eating this fucking burger and the Wendy's chili and my and my best friend. He can't even look at me because I look like a little puss. <laughs> and he's just no. But there. at least you you dealt with that earlier on. I'm like here now. I'm like I'm why this is like why would anyone want to be in a relationship if this is like is this bullshit? your first serious relationship ever exclusively? Yeah. Oh, so you oh, were seriously? just slanging that puss around, huh, Pussalaya? It's not like you want to know that. I was the little Ew. sister. <laughs> okay. First of all, I wasn't sleeping shit. Okay. But I, I would have people that I, I hooked up with and it was very casual. Yeah. Um, and then, so it wasn't like, you know. You, you just couldn't get. Emotionally. Feeling, I mean, how can I you get your feelings hurt when you're not even emotionally yeah, yeah. attached? I wasn't, it, I wasn't to the point where I wanted to be emotionally attached to anyone. And then not only that, because like I quit college to have a career so that was always my main motive. that's such an interesting state sentence <laughs> that's like <laughs> no no as in okay well, let me, i'm not knocking because that's what i did too no, no. but it's just hearing you say it sounds so funny because that's something i said too and i'm like that kind of sounds dumb david <laughs> no. why do you keep saying that at college shows <laughs> like that's like my yeah, opening okay, line I, in i'm all not college saying shows. it at a college show. i'm saying it in yeah your but mind. i do <laughs> i know that's like, your problem when i walk up on stage i'm like quit college everybody you're wasting your life <laughs> like so, i'm gary v mm-hmm. i'm gary v without money Oh, that fool. Who is he though? Like I've heard, like he's the on the gajillionaire. You, look, I'm not gonna even tell you who Gary Vee is. Just look, just look him up, okay. and then you'll know what's I up. Because I remember, I he was on Hot Ones, and I was like, who is this dude? Look him up, and you'll know what's up. Okay. He uh, has the pedigree to talk like the way he does. The problem is, I talk like Gary Vee, but I'm broke. <laughs> so don't ever listen to what I'm saying. Welcome to Genius Play Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I think when I was younger, it's because when I. Dropped out of college, I told my dad. I was like, hey, I'm not going to go to school anymore. Because I started getting Damn. production stuff. Bold Asian. Well, you know, what, I wasn't learning stuff in school. Like, it was, if, I was going for film anyways. Yeah. So I really need a film degree. Um, and, like, right now, looking at, like, all the kids that I started college with, they're not, like, half of them aren't even in the industry. How dare you talk about formula arts that way? <laughs> How <laughs> How fucking dare you talk about formula arts um, that way? I would like to also point out that uh, one of the first things that Khalif acted in was That's our web <laughs> I casted him in the web series. I actually met Khalif through her. Yeah. Um, but how, how dare you talk about <laughs> Tommy Trin's formula arts that he did all by himself? I mean, farts. Formula farts. <laughs> how fucking dare you? Oh, a person. So this Formula Arts, uh, by the way, was uh, a little film group that she was a part of that actually worked with JK Films in the beginning. And then Daniel Kwan, you know, the guy who did my sketches, actually was a part of Formula Arts. And then he did a lot of my sketches, which I miss him. And I fucked up because... That bitch messaged me the other day. He was like, when are, when are, we gonna, when are you going to get me food? And I was like, excuse me, you're busy. <laughs> did I miss that dude so much? I'll tell you this right now. 
I'm so stupid because I keep pushing people into the medical field. I he went he went to fucking he's Van- a, Vanessa too. Vanessa's right? in chiropractics. I'm a dream curator, but in that process, I have to let my dream die. Well, I got fired and I'm still in the industry. So yeah, you learned a good life lesson, <laughs> you lazy little shit. Okay, fine. I, I have to lecture you like you're my little child. <laughs> yeah, and you're a grown ass woman. And <laughs> did I just fire people left and right, dude? <laughs> That's like my shit. I'm like, listen, uh, you know why? It's because I believe in talent, but sometimes the work ethic doesn't match the talent. And sometimes you have to get burned to know not to touch the hot stove. I'm saying things right now. Yeah, you're just spewing shit. <laughs> That's right. But um, so when I quit college, uh, my dad simply said to me, he was like, if you're going to quit, that's fine. Obviously, I can't convince you otherwise. He was like, but if you're going to do it, you better do what you're doing well. He's like, do good. Like, excel in it and be the best. If not, like, this is going to be a waste for you. Yeah. So, and the, I also grew up with the, my parents drilled in my head. Maybe it's because I was around, like, really strong females in my family. It was on my mom's side. My dad's side's in Korea. My mom's side, it's all sisters. She had five sisters. Um, so it's all, they, they also all wear the pants in their relationship. So they're very strong-headed, like, females. But Your my, uncles are going to hear this, and they're going to be so mad. They're like, how fucking dare you? I'm going to tell on you to my wife right now. <laughs> exactly. They're not going <laughs> to argue. <laughs> um, and then uh, my parents, since I was young, said... Don't have a boyfriend till you're 30. And I would like, I thought it was like the funny, like, oh, you're not going to have a boyfriend type protective thing. And I like, one day I asked them, like, why? They were like, we want you to have a career that you can like be self-sufficient and not rely on a guy. And you you chose film. Awesome. Exactly. Um, And then they were like, you know, if you're going to, if you end up in relationship too early in your age, especially as a girl, you're going to end up relying on them. That was their mentality. So they're like, we really don't want you to be in any relationship till you're in your 30s because you're going to get wrecked. That's literally what they said. And they're like, we'd want you to have a career, be self-sufficient enough, and then... But you could have yeah. a career and then be with somebody along the way. You could, but you know, Korean parents are extreme. Yeah. So it's, it's, like, either, one, it's either one or the other. Yeah, it's either you get married super early, have kids super early, or you just fucking focus on work. Yeah. So that was enough for me to be busy in my head um, when I was younger. Then and you then, met Gustavo. Then I met Gustavo. Him and his stupid Guatemalan horse that only eats <laughs> celery and maybe some carrots on the side. Celery is disgusting. You know what? I actually don't mind celery as much. It helps me poop. Isn't there other things that you can eat that helps you poop? Yeah, laxatives. Boom. Coffee, yeah, but I like—I don't know. I, I, fuck with celery. I fuck with celery though. Dairy would fuck you up. Oh, it still does, and I had dairy earlier, so enjoy that. It's gonna start smelling like a hellhole, real soon. The thing is, nothing new. So let me ask you this though: what? Just to make fun of you a little bit, of course. So you grew up around strong women, and then when you decide to, <laughs> <laughs> then you decide to work work for me, you said, "Fuck that! Um, I'm gonna be different." No, yeah, maybe I don't know. I got comfortable, and like, not only that, I was just tired, and I was like. Still stupid. I'm still stupid. Stupid. Absolutely. I learned from it. I went on to work on TV again for a little bit to get my shit together. And you couldn't have brought that same experience to David So Comedy, Well, I had to go back into... I hadn't done TV and like shit like that in so long. That's why I started... You were on my film set and you worked perfectly fine. That... Oh. (laughs) And you had to babysit me. He, I lived in this room because he never could be on time and it's to ensure that he would be on set 
on time. And I also paid her, so damn fucking straight you did. It was great. Because the film didn't fucking pay you. No. It was very tiring. Yeah. Good times, though. I mean, you punched a wall. Oh, so okay. Let me let me, let me t- okay. Let's 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 give a let's give a little context here. So, number one, you know, I, I make a lot of jokes. Like number one, like I'm a bitch, which I I am. I'm a huge bitch. However, uh, when I was younger, I used to have a very bad temper. Uh, not so much anymore. Not as bad as it used to be. Unless triggered to the point where like it's like you really have to. You really have to treat me like shit to get me mad. Like most of the time, I say ninety nine percent of the time, I can joke about something, laugh about it, turn it into a funny story, rant about it later, and I'm pretty damn good. But we won't name the person who pissed me off on set. But somebody pissed me off on set really, really fucking bad. And mind you, it was to a point of it was a level of disrespect that. I don't think anybody should be spoken to that way. It was a waste of your time. It was a waste of my time. It was a buildup of like not considering your time. Not considering my time and, you know, partially because it's my film too. So it didn't really make sense. And, you know, because I'm I'm not passive, but I, I try to be understanding about other people's situation. But it got to a point where, you know, I'm looking over at the schedule and I'm like, no, this is actually done really poorly. And so, mind you, I'm doing um, my channel. I'm doing a whole, I started up a couple of businesses at that point and I'm doing the film at the same time. And so literally the amount of time that I was sleeping was very, very fucking minimal. And and the majority of the sleep that I got was actually on set when I was taking naps. So it got to a point where I was showing up on set like five to six times and I just wasn't doing anything. And during that time I could be working on my other businesses and they didn't need me on set and they knew it, but they just never would never tell me. Well, it was also... Just just in case they're like, well, something switches up. Well, the thing is, we were getting so ahead of schedule, they started adding things and it made my job difficult as well because it wasn't just you. We had so many other elements of the film that I would have to call them last minute. Hey, can you actually come in today? Yeah. And that's a little... That's a little not how it runs normally. Um, And so that's kind of... it's. The whole situation was not... It was not... It was just very stressful. You know, it was a super low budget film and once again, I'm not talking about these gripes as if you know somebody should feel sorry for us we knew what we were in for but there were definitely certain things that just wasn't being considered just because it's just a lot of situations and basically somebody said something to me on set that really just just got me to a point where number one i don't like being like that i don't like getting angry like for real for real and so i got fucking mad and i literally just saw red i grabbed this fucking chair and i was i was thinking about grabbing this chair and fucking smashing it over this fool's head but well, instead you punched the chair first yeah um but but I, nobody has seen you that angry but me. And so I just sat there. Everyone was freaked out. I was like, you need to let him let it out. Or somebody's going to get punched. So yeah. you just got to let me get angry. So I literally just broke this fucking chair, smashed this table, walked over to a fucking wall. And then I just started pounding my fist into it until I couldn't feel my fist anymore. But you also, you were about to punch that fence. But then I saw you register. <laughs> it wasn't ours. So then you were like, I'm going to punch a fucking that's, brick wall. That's how considerate I am. Even when I'm angry, there was like a, this dude's fence at his house. And I was about to punch it. But I'm like, this is not my house. So I hit the wall instead. I, I saw the thought process happen as well. And then we had someone try to go up to him. And I literally stopped him. I said, you need to stay away from him or he will kill you. Like, just let him express everything. And then he'll sit down and be calm. <laughs> yeah. So essentially what happened was at that point, like the person that made me upset was like, the reason why it kind of tipped me over was because that person was being very disrespectful towards me. And he just goes, well, that's fucking show business. And then I was like, what'd you just say to me, bro? You know, and it just, it was, it was, I don't like being demeaned, you know, like it just, it didn't, it did not, it was the last thing I fucking needed, especially on my own set. 
It was also your one day off. Like we shot six days a week, and yeah. we only had one day off technically, and that was like one of your only days off for me to sleep, just sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and mind you, I'm in every part of the film. Yeah, you know. And then so like when they were like, "Oh, can you call?" and I had already been on set, and it was a last minute thing, and they were like, "Can you call David and tell him to be on set?" And I, I remember saying, "Are you guys sure you're going to use him?" This is not okay. You've already called him like four different times the other day, like last week. Like, he's going to be pissed. And they're like, no, we're going to use him, blah, blah, blah. And then the timing, he just ended up sitting there for like seven hours. Doing absolutely fucking nothing. And, you know, for most sets too, like that'll happen, but you're getting paid for it, you know. And I know this is my film and stuff, but at the same time, it was, they damn well knew they didn't need me. Well, you know? it was also it was at a point where we were exhausted. Yeah. It was a lot happening and no sleeping for a fucking month is kind of tiring, you know? And then it just it just got really bad and you know, like I I don't think I handled the situation maybe as well as I would if I was well rested, but I, I basically took the dude aside and I said, you know, you need to apologize. And if you ever talk to me like that again, I'm just gonna fuck you up. Or we could just handle it. Mm-hmm. You know? And like who talk like does that sound like a David So thing? Like I would never say that to somebody, you know? So it was just like it was just like this very weird situation. I didn't really like it, but it is what it is. David So's a nice guy. Till you piss him off. Which is very hard to do. It's very, very hard to do. And That's I'm not true. saying that I like when this happens, I like I'm gonna beat everybody up. There's like an eighty percent chance I'm gonna get my ass kicked. However, I'm willing to take that fucking risk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that one was a it was I was laughing when that whole thing happened because like these guys didn't understand. I was like, You guys are gonna piss him off. Well they just kept poking me, uh, you know, and it's like this is not And then when it finally happened, everyone was so scared. I was laughing because I'm like, he's about to swell up and he's gonna fucking be so sorry. He just But look how him everybody off. was nice so nice after and they were they feared you. No, and they were and they were better at scheduling everybody else's yeah. shit too. Cause you know, after that I had a conversation. No, but you weren't you weren't the only person that complained about it. Yeah. You know? So But it, was, it shouldn't you know. have get, gotten to the point where I have to flip out and tell people like yo fucking do the shit right mm-hmm. and then now people are they're scheduling it better it's like yeah. yo come on yeah but you know you live and you learn i guess is what it is well what did you learn today i learned that i make bad choices and i need to reevaluate how i go about it good <laughs> what'd you learn today i learned that you're still stupid <laughs> <laughs> and yet here i am <laughs> you piece of shit no anyways guys that concludes this episode of Genius Brain Podcast, everybody. And I would like to say hello, 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 and thank you for watching. We're like at above a thousand five star ratings. Are you taking a photo? Go ahead. They're about we're above like a thousand star ratings on iTunes. Continue to do that. Thank you very much. Uh, as you can see, this podcast has been getting sponsorships thanks to your guys' support. So now I officially stop sucking dick for money. So thank you for that. Uh, my lips were getting chapped. He's still doing it. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm not gonna deny that. Anyways, uh, Spotify. Castbox. We're talking about iTunes podcast. Any kind of audio platform, Genius Brain podcast is on there. Check us out. Thank you once again. Uh, thank you, Danielle, for continually making mistakes that we could hear about on this podcast because I like this. Sure, I'll be back with more mistakes. Yeah, we'll see what other men you're going to get to cheat on you. Anyways, <laughs> whoa! Again, I was the other girl. <laughs> okay, my fucking bad. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace. Or oh, where can they find you if, they, if you want them to find you? Um, Instagram and Twitter are the same. Danielle S. Lee. Danielle S. Lee. Go on there and uh, harass her, please. Please don't harass me. <laughs> Maybe sometimes you'll see him. Really, I just post stupid stuff and photos of my friends. And then watch her stupid stories. The one that she denies that she do, does. 
and it's going to be true. Listen. Her half moon. <laughs> I don't half- do those. For, that was like five years ago. Stop bringing that up. That was like five days ago. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye.